This is the Rich Eisen Show. This play, as you know, is a an automatic. Here we go. Brotherly shove. They shove. There it is. And they're in. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I think it looks ugly. <laughs> But it looks like rugby. I don't like the the pushing. That's the only thing. I just don't like it, and it's ugly, and it's tough to officiate. Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Still to come. Your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. That's correct. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. It's a Monday. It's hour two. That means overreaction Monday is a centerpiece of this here hour right here on the Roku channel. Great stuff with our friend Chris Long in hour number one. If you missed it, we rear. Don't you dare worry. We also have, however, two great fun hours with you to come. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. Our guys are in their spots. Chris Brockman, Mike Del Tufo. We're full strength. TJ Jefferson, good to see you over there. You and I had a great weekend uh, professionally on Sunday. We we crushed the bye. Jets (laughs) and the Cowboys absolutely destroyed the bye. It gave you kind of an awesome Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't have to like get mad. Didn't have to throw the remote. Yeah, exactly. And plus, uh, teams within our division uh, lost. Well, we just sat back and kicked our feet up and watched it all go down. Gotta love it. Um, so when I was in uh, London a long time ago, like hmm. last week, Hello, bruv. and we spoke to John Harbaugh about playing the Titans in London and, you know, why they decided to come for the entire week and not the last second. And, you know, and I thought there would be some sort of remarkably deep, thoughtful answer from a thoughtful head coach that's been around for 16 years in his gig. And he's just like, last time we came in late and uh, got our asses handed to us. So we just decided to do the opposite. And I'm like thinking to myself, do I say full Costanza to him? Because I don't know if he would get it or not. So I didn't. I just saved it for the broadcast. Went full Costanza. Sometimes you just sit there and you go with your gut. You go with your instinct. And I don't know. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know NFL teams give you the option if you play internationally of deciding whether you want the buy right. after yeah. your game or not. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, you yeah. explained that to me last time you were on there. They tell you, hey, you're playing internationally. Okay. Um, we knew that. Okay. Uh, you're playing week six. Do you want the buy? And they're like, okay, it's week six. That's when it's. No, we don't. John Harbaugh says, we do not want the buy. He said they specifically refused it because they want it later in the season. As a matter of fact, their buy happens in week 14. Oh, that's got to be the last week, right? So he, uh, you know, that was it. I, I don't think you can choose when your buy is if you say no after your London or Germany or international game. But they just essentially decided we're going to play our London game and we're going to go home and we're going to deal with whatever time changes there are and we're not taking a buy. And I will just say, looking at their results from yesterday, good decision. Nice choice. Because they came back from London, worked out. and they looked like they were on Eastern time the entire time they were in London. Because they came back and played. It's amazing. When they decided to change how they approached the London game, they did that because it was the worst loss in John Harbaugh's tenure when they went late in their other London game. 44-6 to six they lost, and he's like, we're going to do the opposite. And... They come home and come up with one of the best wins of John Harbaugh's tenure. 
clearly there were many ones in the playoffs and obviously winning a Super Bowl against his brother of all coaches. That's pretty big. This one is huge in terms of regular season W's because they decided to do the opposite of what they have been doing on offense by deciding Greg Roman out, Todd Monken in. We're going to change our offense, not completely, but they did it, by the way, at a time when Lamar Jackson was tweeting out, I'm not playing for you anymore. I want to trade. And they decided to do all of this stuff, assuming it would all work out with Lamar, although I imagine during these time periods, they thought this might not go the way they wanted to go with Lamar coming back. And to their credit and Lamar's, keep it together don't say anything stupid in public that could make things worse from, I guess, the team side of things. Get Lamar back in and start playing an offensive mindset that has Lamar in the pocket more, has him having plays dialed up for his abilities as a thrower. And after yesterday's game, we have a we have a, a gif of the moment um, when uh, during this entire process of making the change and now realizing what the change has uh, brought about. There it is right there. Rick Dalton. That's it. Yesterday's game. It's a Rick Dalton GIF. That's it. That's it. Lamar thrown for over 300. And by the way, finding Gus Edwards on an 80 yard sort of dump off pass. And we're going to find uh, Ricard, our fullback for 28. We're going to get Zay Flowers involved. We're going to get Bateman involved. We're going to get, you know, Odell involved, and of course, Mark Andrews scores two touchdowns on National Tight Ends Day. And on top of it, let's get five sacks with Kyle Van Noy we just brought in, getting a couple of them, and let's get Owe back, and let's get the defensive secondary buzzing around and taking a team like the Detroit Lions who are going to come in, and they put in their, they've been putting their calling cards everywhere. They've been putting pelts on the wall for a year from the Kansas City Chiefs banner-raising night to Aaron Rodgers trying to make the playoffs one last time as a Packer. That night, they've been putting their markers and pelts everywhere, and the Ravens took their foot and broke it off you know where. <laughs> and this has been a Lions team that has been crushing people, and they crushed their will. Mission accomplished in Week 7 for the Baltimore Ravens, who are the team nobody talks about because maybe you don't have anybody more than Lamar or Mark Edwards or if you picked up Justice Hill or Gus Edwards in your fantasy league when J.K. Dobbins went down you don't talk about him but man that looked like an offensive mindset and a defensive mindset that will be tough to beat as Baltimore heads to Arizona next before home for Seattle. Then they play their division games at home against Cleveland at Cincinnati on a Thursday night. Then they're at the Chargers here before their bye. Home for the Rams at Jacksonville will be a significant Sunday night game. Significant before a measuring stick game on Christmas Day against the 49ers. Home for the Dolphins and Pittsburgh. Fun games in store. Let's get Let's keep eight healthy. My God, let's keep eight healthy because this is a special win for the Ravens. Let me talk a little bit about the Lions, who I have been talking up. Yeah, I, mean, I put them, I believe, fourth on my power rankings this week. See what happens when I put them in the top five. Stephen A. had them number one. 
Well, and then there's been reason for it, you know? There's been reason for it. Again, the Lions, let me get this number exactly correct. The Lions coming into this um, game, four in a row, they won them all by at least 14. They'd scored at least 20 in 15 consecutive games, only six yesterday, and they were lucky to get it. Goff was living with somebody wearing purple in his lap the whole day. I'm on Ross St. Brown. God bless this guy. He still came up with 100 yards passing, but he earned every last one of them. And clearly, you know, um, this is one of those throw the tape out games. And that's exactly what the coach Dan Campbell had to say. I've been playing his sound bites after wins. Let's be fair and balanced. This is exactly what he had to say after getting his you know what handed to him. They played well. They kicked their ass. And uh, it's a credit to them. Lamar beat us. Uh, he hammered us with his arm. Um, you know, he, he threw the ball extremely well. He ran when he needed to, um, and we did not handle it well. Look, we just didn't play well, and I hate to say it, that's one of those games. It was one of those we just could not get out of our own way, and uh, it's a credit to those guys over there, man. They, they, played, uh, they played outstanding football, and, uh, and they rubbed their nose in it. I think this is one of those that the Lions are going to learn from. I'll take it that way. That's the way I'm going to go, and I, I have a feeling... I smell an overreaction Monday subject matter either in our segment version that's coming up in this hour or the podcast version that we're recording after the show, Chris Brockman. Or both. Or both. Sounds good. What do you make of it, TJ? About Lamar or the Lions? The Lions. I was more thinking about Lamar. The Lions, it is what it is. I mean, look, man, you're not going to go 17-0. That's exactly what I said on game day morning when I chose the Ravens. I said, I think the Lions are going to go 13-4. And this is one of the final three losses of their season. I mean, that they're going to, but they they did get stomped out. But, you know, I was kind of looking up stats for Lamar guys, and here's just something I found to be interesting. You know how many current MVPs out of the, how many hundred players are in the league? You know how many current players have won an MVP in the NFL? Well, since Brady's gone, um, I'd imagine. Are we counting Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Three. Three. Him, Rogers, and and, yeah, I was, and I just Mahomes. found that. I was just, oh, yeah. wow. No, yeah. he's, he's, like, he's one he, of the He is all that, and that's, and that's part of the reason why I'm with the Lions sitting here going, that is a tough hombre to try. And, and when, when, when Lamar was doing Lamar things, extending a play, and instead of running it into the end zone like he would have pretty much every single time in the last several years, he stayed in the pocket and he followed Nelson Aguilar favorite of the Eagles fans and he found him for a touchdown and you know I was like hey he caught it it. right and so the Lions just I would just say this bury the tape move on their next game is against the Raiders okay and I have a feeling that that they they are a better team than the Raiders and they have a bye and so I think you know what they missed they missed David Montgomery it's unreal how this guy this kid they picked up from the Bears is exactly their id to use the phrase again that I used about Sirianni and the Eagles, he's their he's their hit you in the mouth guy. He's their red zone threat that leads you to touchdowns instead of settled for field goals. He's that guy. I don't know if he would have made a difference the he way that everything played yesterday. He would not have. <laughs> but I think he would have stemmed some of the tide when the Ravens scored four touchdowns before the Lions even got a first down yesterday, Look, which Jameer is what Gibbs happened. Well. So, again, I would sit here. Gibbs did play well, but he's not that guy that goes and puts his big boy pants on. He's still a rookie. Yeah. Put on your big boy pants and go into these front seven 
monsters led by Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen and Matabike and Owe and all of those guys that you need boys. to you need to put your big boy pants on and Montgomery is their big boy pants guy and that offensive line that normally can impose its will didn't have a chance to do it yesterday and that's why I would also kind of look at the trade market if I'm them too or call up for net like because if Montgomery goes down uh, you know, obviously Craig Reynolds not being there either is significant. I would just, if I'm the Lions, you got a shot here. You got a shot here to not just win your division as the Vikings take on the 49ers tonight. By the way, Christian McCaffrey's going to play. It was just uh, reported that you've got a shot here at your division. And you've got a shot here. You know, it didn't help that you got curb stomped while the Eagles won and that the Niners might take another step forward that you were able to get back Last week, you were able to catch up to him record-wise last week. I don't know. Like, uh, you're going to need big boy pants on when you're going against the front seven of Philadelphia or the front seven of Dallas or the front seven of San Francisco. And if Montgomery's not there, uh, yesterday's game, to me, would signal to the front office to start thinking about what can be done over the next week before next Tuesday. Just my two cents coming out of that. But I'm, I, I think the Lions are still winning this division. I, I would just take note of it, bury the tape, bury the Raiders, go on the bye week, come back, play the rest of your games indoors, which they do, which is honestly, that game in Baltimore, take a look at Detroit's schedule. I know we just popped it up. The rest of the way, their only outdoor game is week 14 at Chicago. Everything else is in a dome. At Minnesota, at Dallas, at New Orleans, at the Chargers, their home games. I'm not concerned about the Lions. But I would kind of look in the market for a little bit more, you know, Oomph. cement in the pants yeah. at the running back spot if Montgomery can't go. Also, just to piggyback on what Chris Long said, kind of important for them to get a home playoff game. Oh, yeah. You know, because well, you know, what, what little, do you think the not for that to, for them saying, to be on the road? I'm just saying a little bit of elements. Well, I'm just saying. Oh, the, you're talking about in the second go, right, second round, second round divisional mm-hmm. round or championship game potentially. If they get to Philadelphia, yeah, yeah. it's cold, it's windy, there's yeah. some rain. You're going to need to bring in Montgomery. Better be yeah. healthy for that one. That's all I'm saying. That's what I take out of yesterday. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. We'll take your phone calls. Overreaction Monday. Uh, Bills and Patriots game. Want to focus on that one? Do we have to? Yes, we do. Chris, you won. Congratulations. No, no. All right, we'll get to that. In the meantime, go to your phone or any mobile device that you have and download the Game Time app. You will be thankful. And we are thankful of our relationship with Game Time because the frustrated, frustrating ticket-buying experience of our lives is over. Don't worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event anymore. You can buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you thanks to Game Time. Fast and easy, killer last-minute deals. View, See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. They have all-in prices. I cannot tell you how enjoyable that is because you know your total upfront. You know you're getting a great deal without the hidden fees, and you can buy tickets, and it's simple as two taps in seconds. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Take the guesswork 
out of buying tickets with game time visit gametime.co for terms restrictions apply create an account redeem the code rich 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 844-204-RICH number to dial overreaction monday coming up Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the show, let's talk Miles Garrett in Indianapolis. He was a game wrecker, a game changer. He was the player of the game. He, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game, whatever you want to say. He was unbelievable. He had a strip sack twice, including one in the end zone and then blocked a 60-yard field goal by leaping over the center, the snapper, (laughs) which nobody does because invariably, if you just whisper a touch of the snapper, it will be a 15-yard leverage penalty on you. And instead, he was able to, you know, it's no surprise, as he crossover dribbles on defense, (laughs) he was able to leap over the snapper and block the field goal without touching the snapper. And Miles Garrett was asked afterwards how he did that. It depends if you're me or not. <laughs> Sorry if I'm you, it's not that hard. If you're me, it's it, you know, it's another another day at the office. Damn straight it is. Another day. What an answer. Office. Hey, how are you able to do it? Why are others unable to do it? How are you able to do it? Depends if you're me or not. I'm him. And it, by the way, wow. it, it's very difficult to say those words with a smile on your face and people not go, "What's the matter with him?" Instead, everybody sees that and goes, "Yeah, he's right." Yeah. You holding up your grease board right there, him for MVP, because P.J. Walker's won two games now, and Deshaun, you know, this conversation about him maybe going on IR because he looked terrible before he got knocked out of that game with a concussion. Yeah. 
And Stefanski called him day to day. And I know after the game, he goes, he's our, he's our starter next week. Cause I'm sure he doesn't want any sort of conversation locally. PJ Walker is our guy. He should be our guy. Um, quarterback controversy and what have you. They are not in that position without Miles Garrett doing oh. what he's doing. The Grim Reaper is reaping, and it is grim when you are trying to do anything against him. Wow. He's dominating. And by the way, it does depend on if you're him or not. Facts. Great job. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Matt in Oklahoma, one of our longtime listeners. It's been a while, sir. What's going on in your in your neck of the woods? A whole lot of everything. I don't know. My <laughs> bills need to wake up. They're going through two and a half quarters every game. The offense like, oh, we can come back when we want to. And then they're playing against crappy teams, playing like crap. You know what they need to do? You need to re- unleash Josh Allen. We need Josh Allen from a year and a half ago. He looks like he's thinking about it too much. Just let Josh Allen be Josh Allen, get hell out of his way, and let him drop 40 and everybody wants to worry about the defense being bad or injuries or whatever else. Just unleash Josh Allen. It's simple. Unleash him. Hmm. That's all we got to do, Rich. Just I, unleash I, Josh I don't know, Allen. man, because, again, um, there's not really one thing that you could put a finger on. Uh, I honestly I don't, don't what, think so. I don't know what's going on. I, I, think it's, I think a lot of it's – I think there's a problem with Dorsey, the OC. I think there's drama between him and McDermott. But they won't say it publicly. There's something going on there. There's something not right. And they need to figure it out because they're too good on offense to be playing like that. There's there's something wrong. I need to make a phone call. They need to let me talk to me. I don't know what <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, maybe they'll see what you're talking about, Matt. And I appreciate I the call. I don't know. Something's wrong, man. Just unleash Josh Allen. Just do it for one game. I promise you it'll look much better. Matt, appreciate the call. That's Matt in Oklahoma. So there you go. Chris Brockman. We just heard from a Buffalo Bills fan seeming to be in the dumps and very concerned about the future of their franchise, let alone this season that now rests at four and three. Mm. And yet you are not happy about being the team to place these Bills fans in that position. Why is that, Chris? I thought that was a great Patriot win on Sunday. Why would I be happy? Because the Patriots aren't one and six and looking terrible and being a laughing stock of the league and actually bowing up and showing that they aren't going to quit on a season and that they're going to be able to perform like Mac Jones missing on only five of 30 passes, scoring a touchdown at the end after they blew a lead, a turnover leading to Buffalo get coming off the mat and beating you on Mike Vrabel Hall of Fame day. Come on, man. Like, these are the things you want to do. You, no. Yes, no, you do. No, no, What's the point? Not going to the playoffs. You're not winning the Super Bowl. So what do you want to go, 7-10 and 10 and have a draft pick in the teens? That's pointless. We need to rebuild. We need to get a high pick so we can either accumulate assets or draft a new quarterback of the future. Okay? You can so you're a- not going to do that by winning games and just being oh like God. super little slightly below average this guy it's stupid it's pointless this guy this, this is the dumbest get... 
the dumbest win of Bill's career. Didn't this team once get maybe arguably the greatest quarterback what, what, ever? Where, 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 where did they choose him? Overall, one ninety-nine. That means nothing. Why? That means nothing. What are you talking about? Why are you comparing something that happened twenty-five years ago? It because doesn't it, matter. Because you don't need a top-ten pick to have a game-changing quarterback. Yes, Brock Purdy was the do. final pick in the draft. Brock exactly. Purdy is. Uh, come on, guys, get off the Brock Purdy thing, okay? Josh Allen, where did he get drafted? Seventh. Lamar Jackson, first round. What about thirty-second? Uh, let's I know, see. But still Patrick first Mahal. round. Come you on, have a first-round pick. On. You kind of made your own. Stop it. Point. Pointless. We need a top pick. This no, is man. stupid. This I'll is tell a dumb you one. No one in the stadium want, wanted them to win. That's untrue. Bob Kraft, deep down, doesn't want them That's to win. That's untrue. No Patriots fan watching the game at home wanted them to win. How? Matt say- Jones himself, deep down, didn't want to win. Doubt it. I think you're 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 way it's off. Insane. I think you're way off, and I think that this season is over. It's pointless. No, it's not. Get ready for 2024, dude. Why can't they go in and stop? It. Why can't it's, they I'm go? I'm not going to listen to. Why can't they go on a run and make the playoffs? Because that's stupid. What? So they can lose by 40 again to Buffalo in the playoffs? So, but I don't understand why having a top five pick is a game changer. You already got that kid, Christian Gonzalez, who unfortunately got hurt. He, he seems to be a nice cornerstone. Defensive cornerstones exist as well. And look, man, my opinion is this. You want to take your opponent within your division that has suddenly started kicking your ass all over the lot. Great. When and you, you were, and you can on. take a moral victory. Like there's no need to, there's point. no need to throw a touchdown with no time left to win the game. I get your point. Take a field goal, lose an overtime, moral victory, move on. You want to leave your rival in a complete mess. They do it to the Jets all the time, and they they did now. Now you take a look at the Buffalo Bills coming off of this game. Well, their season's over too. Their season is not over. Oh, come on. They're four and three right now, and my concern for the Bills is their recent struggles, despite beating Miami, their recent struggles, you cannot put your finger on an exact reason why. They just seem to be off. They seem to be, they were they were jet-lagged in London, or they were sleepwalking against the Giants, or they, they just did what they did against New England, started slow again, and defensively, they lose a ton of great players, but they still make plays. It doesn't appear to be one thing or another. It's not like even in week one where Josh Allen turned things over multiple times. You, you know, and, and Stephon Diggs is still getting open. He still did score a touchdown. They still are moving, but it just always seems to be a, a, a shooting in the foot. That's the thing about I'm concerned about for them. And here was Josh Allen asked this very question about what's up on uh, after the loss on, on Sunday. When you say execution, Josh, I mean, you get to a point as an offense when you do execute. But it is kind of a pattern now within games where it's slow. Is it, is it recognition of what defenses are doing? I don't want to put words in your mouth. What is it that's preventing you from getting to where you need to be earlier in games? Well, I wish I knew the exact answer because we'd we'd have it fixed by now. So um, I'm gonna watch this film and, and find a way to to get there, whatever it is. Um, you know, our season's not over. It's a long season. I know it feels pretty bleak right now, but um, you know we're we're gonna figure it out. I mean, they're four and three. The issue with that is they are bringing. <laughs> They are bringing two tie breaks that are not working in their favor 
into more of a threat with each passing week of sleepwalking. Here are the two of them. One of them's on the screen. The, the ultimate disastrous one is the Jets. Right. They have the same number of losses as the team that beat them in week one. And the Jets, the team that I saw yesterday, if they don't figure out offensively what they can do or have used to do, if they don't figure that thing out yet, the Jets come in in week 11. All right? The Jets come in in week 11. And if the Jets continue to stay around in the orbit of the Bills, is it possible they would knock the Bills out of, say, a 6 or a 7 seed and just send the Bills home and miss the playoffs entirely? That's a crazy scenario, but it is every single time that they sleepwalk, it brings it into play. Now, the one that I still think is the the tiebreak that's going to really hurt them is the loss to Jacksonville because that's the one that can cause them, if they don't win this division, again, they've got the tiebreak against Miami in their back pocket. That's their saving grace to try and win this division. They're still only thanks to the loss from the Dolphins last night. They're only a half, they're only a game behind them. And the Dolphins have the Chiefs coming up, so are the Bills. But, you know, these these are the games that that the Jacksonville one that could send the Bills on the road in a divisional round. That's one that can really come home to roost. They've got to start winning games, man. The problem for them also is, schedule is the games so are against Cincinnati. They're against Kansas City. Their first place schedule is coming at Philadelphia. Home for Dallas. Dallas, Chargers, and then the two okay. games to end the year. So these are the issues for the Bills right now that I'm I'm genuinely concerned for them about that. Because they just don't look – and again, maybe, just maybe, do you go ahead and um, make a big splash at next week's deadline just to re- – that's a reset. Bring a big, big-ass name player in at running back. Although Saquon winning doesn't help. He got her again. That doesn't help either. Derrick Henry's on a bye. I don't know if he's available or not, but I don't know if you take a home run swing and just say, we added another piece. That's the way we're resetting. Let's go. That's the the juice we need in this offense right here. Do you call up Carolina and say, Thielen, is he another guy? Call call the Raiders. Raiders and just make a make a – Hail Mary to for Devontae Adams. Yeah. I don't you know I, I don't know if that's the the answer. But again, I I I want if I'm the and I know what you're feeling about you want to the, the season's over, it's all about championships or not. It still is a week to week league, man. And those are still some grown ass men in the Patriots locker room, and they came up with a win, and Mac needed that in the worst way. And yeah, let's best see what game he's played probably in it, a year and a half. Is, and they needed it in the worst way, and it was also the 300th win of Bill Belichick's career. And the way he took that news after the game just shows you how, you know, significant a milestone this is. And that is today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Well, we prefer to win. Uh, Bill, what is your reaction uh, to becoming the third head coach with 300 wins behind uh, Don Shula and George Hellis. 
Um, I mean, it's great. I'm really more focused on, you know, our team and this year and worry about that later. Thank you. Once again, Mike Reese playing straight man. Thank you. In our Bill Belichick press conference moment. That's great. If I may, may I dare to actually tell you. That's great. What Belichick is thinking. I mean, you could if no, no, don't worry about it. You don't need. I got it. I got it. No, no, you know. I, what were they really thinking? You know, I mean, I just we just pulled one out of you know the our orifice here, and you know things aren't as great as they can be, but you know. I'm not going to sit here, Mike, and tell you, you know, hey, this is the greatest thing in my entire life. You know, I mean, we got to get ready for Miami, which isn't easy, and it's things aren't working that great. But in all honesty, like, I've been around this guy for two days at NFL Films and saw him look at the walls and look at everything. History means a lot to him. Oh, for sure. And it's, oh, yeah. it is, I mean, come on. I'm sure it's Hallis, cool. Shula, Belichick, come on now. That is an unbelievable milestone number of W's. 300. I mean, that's so That amazing. is remarkable. That's a lot of wins. And, hey, Ian Rappaport on NFL Network, he kind of knocked me over with a feather of that report. All this talk about hot seat this, hot seat that. He quietly signed a contract extension that's highly lucrative before the season. So he's going nowhere, man. Nobody. <laughs> I know. Three Look, and fourteen changes things. It maybe, I guess. But you I don't think you're going three and fourteen. Again, Ramondre Stevenson, ladies and gentlemen, he was and Zeke scored. That's the what you want. Gasicki scored, Zeke scored. That's it, man. Great. Season oh, is okay. not over. Look at me. I, I it's like know, world reversal. Know, I'm really like, come on, man. Put on a happy face. Here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna take a phone call and then we'll do overreaction Monday after segment. Here's what we're gonna do. Um that's that's the way I'm gonna call the plays here. Um you are the quarterback. Let's let's go to uh Dennis in San Diego. What's up, Dennis? Well, hello boys. Hey Rich. What's going hey, on, Dennis? Oh man, it's been tough. So uh you know, I've been a Charger fan since I was at the game the day Dan Fouts took over for the Chargers. Damn, man. Whoa. So I've been I've, I've been in it for the long haul. Um, watching them over the, you know, over the last several years is, I think, first of all, I think the point that you hear in the media, media a lot is that they have, you know, a super talented team. And I just got to tell you, I think that a lot of that talent is massively overrated. When you watch them play, uh, they don't do the fundamentals correctly. They miss tackles. They don't stay in their defensive lanes. And yesterday, when quarterbacks like Mahomes get out of the pocket and run freely, that gives the defenders more time they have to cover. They can't stay in those coverages, and that just leaves massive parts of the defensive secondary wide open. And guys I, like Mahomes can make those throws over the middle of the field, and it just killed the Chargers yesterday. It just killed them. I, I, the thing that I don't understand, Dennis, thanks for the call, and we're going to dive into this a little bit deeper in the third hour, is how does how does Kelsey get so damn wide open? How does that happen against the Chargers? All the time. More than anybody else. How the hell does that happen? I mean, it's just they're like... Blind, they're playing zone. And he, then switch he, it up. I know you want to go. you need to go zone just in case Mahomes takes off. That was the stupidest play but ever. 315, they got everybody lined up on the first down line, and Mahomes just like, just runs like, what are we doing? 
I, I, I don't know what the answer is there at all. But how about somebody from San Diego still can't, showing his lightning bolt? Can't quit some. Can't quit people sometimes. React to me. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. When we come back over reaction Monday. Still to come. Our review of collegiate football this weekend. That's coming up in hour number three. And then we'll talk Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs, Taylor and Travis. Hour number three. Still to come. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Where did Stefan come from? Did that, uh, was that, that came from, uh, two things. John Mulaney wrote that with me and John, I, it deserves a lot of credit for Stefan because mm-hmm. he wrote so much of the rhythm of that and the, and the specifics of it. And clearly I found it funny, uh, cause I laughed every time, uh, we did it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we ever did it where I didn't laugh. John will put in <laughs> different things or he'll tell me as I'm walking out, I'll tell you, I know you're not supposed to laugh at this stuff and break in the middle of a scene, but that's oh, just I broke amazing. every time. You yeah, did. the first time was we had a club promoter named Amnesia Bern- Bernstein, and it didn't really get anything. And then he goes, Amnesia Bernstein didn't really get anything. And he goes, I'll change it to something else. And then as I was walking out, he goes, oh, I changed Amnesia Bernstein to Gay Leota. <laughs> And I started laughing. So the minute I roll out, I'm like, <laughs> All right, the other one was, uh, sorry, the other one that made me laugh was he said, he'll change a little things. We had a, we had, we had written a, uh, uh, also at the club was, um, 
a two-year-old ultimate fighter, Julie Lips Jackson. He's got fists like empanadas, and he's addicted to ecstasy. That's what we wrote. And then he wrote, so it was like two-year-old, uh, two-year-old, two-year-old ultimate fighter, Julie Lips Jackson. Uh, he's got fists like imp- he's got fists like empanadas, and they turn the cue card. <laughs> it said, and "He's my best friend." <laughs> <laughs> And behind the cue cards, Paz and I can see him and Sandberg up against the wall, just like <laughs> watching me, laughing, like, get through this, dude. Man, I love that guy. So much fun. Go check out all of our YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen show archived material. Tonight, you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free as you can all season long, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL Live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station digital platforms. That's right. Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner on the call. I'm in the studio for free and get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. It is a Monday. It is a Monday, and it is time. It is time for the segment version. We'll do the podcast version after class for you to download wherever you get your podcasts or on our YouTube page. Hit it. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, how about it? What do you got? Hey, what's up, guys? I am Will. Everybody good? Hi, oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 didn't, I didn't wait for you to. Yeah, you jumped the gun. I'm sorry. You doing all right? I thought I had the play. <laughs> good? Yeah. What's up? Stealing signs again? Nope. That's exactly what I do. Whoa. Yep. That's what I do. Hi, Chris. Hey, TJ. How you, man? Oh, my God. Just Get to it. Manic Monday. You What's know? going on? The Lions are not ready for prime time. Okay. That's an overreaction. <laughs> They're just not ready. Look, here's the deal. They had a shot. The oh. whole country was watching them. Big, <laughs> big time to go in there and. Show everyone who you are. We didn't, they didn't do that on the night the Chiefs raised the banner? When, when was that? I already forgot about that. Okay. This is what have you done for me lately in the NFL? That's why it's overreaction 28 Monday. 28 nothing before you even took the field. What are you doing? Uh-oh. I, I, I mentioned how earlier on at the start this show that the Dolphins are the AFC's team this year to have the who have you really beaten. Maybe it's the Lions now, huh? The Chiefs minus Kelsey and Chris Jones. They couldn't beat Seattle. They beat Atlanta. They won at Green Bay. They've beaten Carolina. They beat uh, Tampa and Tampa. And then they get curb stomped in Baltimore. Take out week one. The Giants have yet to beat a playoff team. Get out of here. They are a really good team. They're an excellent team other than this past weekend. They can't play outside of the comfort of their dome. Bury the tape. Outside of a dome, what are they? Bury the tape. Move on. Tip your cap move on and maybe get some help at the running back position in case Montgomery goes down. You need a little bit more uh, you know, gumption seat in the pants in that position when you're going uh, against a front seven like Baltimore's. And you're going to have to get ready for Dallas's. You're going to have to get ready for Philadelphia's or San Francisco's as well. But I'm, I'll call this an overreaction. What else you got over there, Chris? Alright, same game. Flip side. Yep. The Ravens are the best challenge to the Chiefs in the AFC right you now. You could make that case, pal. Oh, yeah, you can make that case. Now, obviously, maybe the Dolphins are, and I'll be able to with my own two eyes and my voice sitting in the booth in Frankfurt, Germany, uh, calling that game for NFL Network to kick things off on a Sunday in Week 9. But you betcha, that is not an overreaction at all. 
Let's see them defensively deal with eight and the running game. And that front seven can play defense in a way that makes sure. Let's put it this way. Kelsey won't be so damn wide open like he was against the Chargers, one would think, against this defense. Yeah, I would agree with you. Ravens can keep the ball away from the Chiefs and make them frustrated while Mahomes stands in the sidelines for a long time. Fact. And I agree new, with it. The new offense, I think we've been waiting to see. I agree with you it. You know, for it to kind of come together and gel. Yeah. Best it's looked uh, so far this season, 357 yards, three touchdowns for Lamar Jackson. And they haven't even Absolute really even gotten, they haven't really gotten the passing game to wide receivers going significantically yet. Yeah, That's the next yeah. thing to, Odell to work Beckham, on. Odell Rashad Bateman appearance yeah, yesterday. Yep. It was yeah, nice yep. to see those guys involved. And obviously on tight end, Damon I'm with Andrews. you. That's a good subject. Yeah. Uh, uh, I agree. Check mark there. What else? Okay. Now... It happened yesterday in town, and I know like we didn't go, Mike, but like, nope. hold on a second. Whose house? Hold on a second. The Steelers are four and two. Yeah, yeah, they are. Like what? Yeah, but what? What's what's the question? What, That's what, what the question. I... They're they're four. Have you seen this team play? Yeah, their beat... offense couldn't score on us. How are they four and two? They beat people up. So I don't know. What, what do you want me to say? The fact that you're acting this way is a overreaction? I want you to convince what? me. Like, mm-hmm. how are they four okay, and two? Here you go. How? First of all. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. But that's the wrong soundbite. That's the wrong drop. You know the drop about not apologizing. Oh. You know? Come on two. now. That's right. I got two. That's got the two. winner. And Stay by your phone, man. I may need you. That's not it. That's Good not Lord. It. Now you're just stalling. You're just wasting time no. to get to the real drop. No. They, honestly, how are they four and two? Here, here's how they're four and two. I've, I've seen this team play. Kenny Pickett is very below average. Hold on a second. Offense, you know, they can't run the ball. Here's, here's how they do it. Here's you're how they do it. You're not going to apologize for winning. Correct. Thank you. God bless it. Third time's a charm. Right? Defensively, they're really good. They got a defensive player of the year candidate in T.J. Watt who can drop into coverage and pick you off. My God, that was huge. That was huge because, you know, they got a break, the Rams, by 2-2 Atwell intercepting an interception at the end of the first half and walking it in. And then the Rams got the ball first in the second half and T.J. Watt flipped flipped the script. Um, And how about this one? They've got a really good young wide receiver in Pickens and... The fourth quarter, is it picket time? Do we call it picket time? They because just play like garbage brother, for he becomes a, minutes. He becomes, then... he becomes a different quarterback in the fourth quarter. It's like he wants like the Tebow. pressure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what it is. That it's is picket time. Sustainable. It's picket. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Najee got going. Jalen Warren got in the end zone. Both Warren and, and Najee got in the end zone. That's the way to win football games. And you got a hell of a coach who just sells stuff and they buy it. Sales are just going to win ugly football games and beat you up while doing it. That's yeah, maybe that's what you should. Let's see if we can get used to this. I'm never sure. say never, but never. Next up, baby, home for Jacksonville, and then a Thursday night. Take your heart pills and buckle up. You got the Tennessee Titans coming into town, and then Green Bay comes into town. Then they're at Cleveland, at Cincinnati, home for Arizona, home for New England on a Thursday night, going against the. Play the uh, going against the first ever in-season tournament semifinal game out there in Vegas <laughs> at Indianapolis. Hey man, the Steelers. Steelers should win ten games out of that. They, I'm sorry. they won't wow. be just they, ten games. That's like flash flash forward to uh, a a, a late November overreaction Monday subject of the Steelers have nine wins. Really? <laughs> I can see it. I watched them play. It's so ugly. I got it. You don't get. Beauty I get it. points in sports, though. This is not gymnastics. Yeah, like, ask USC how style points look today. Yeah, I mean, hey, hey, what hey, else you got over there, Chris? Hey, hey. I'm serious. 
What else? You know who's beautiful? Oh, I love this man so much. A.J. Brown is the best wide receiver in the <laughs> NFL. You know what? I, I, how can you call that an overreaction? How can you do that? How can you do that? Fifth straight game, 125 here's plus. More of, here's more of a an overreaction, if I may. May I, may I tinker with this a little bit here? Trading away A.J. Brown, worst trade Ugh. for the for the worst trade made in the last 10 years oh, and nothing's going to top the trail ads trade for the draft pick but it but 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 what makes it worse what makes it worse is how it leaves you how it you know the result of you trading somebody like sure. that away sure you know, the Trey Lance trade, it's like, we'll still see if Trey Lance does anything. Well, and, it helped and again, blow, the Niners, up Miami. And, and, and the, the, both the coach and general manager just got contract extensions. Well-deserved, by the way. No, the GM Honestly, got fired let's, name me another one. Name me another one. I know we're, we're spitballing here well, in the, the middle Clay of the segment. The trade's pretty bad. What, a second-round pick? Mm-hmm. You, 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 you. It helped, lose, them, it helped them acquire. You lose your job. Roquan you, Smith. You're the general manager. You essentially lose your job. Your team, I just saw them. They they have DeAndre Hopkins, who, you know, is going to be struggling to find more targets from either Malik Willis or Will Levis while Tannehill's in a walking boot. Come on now. This is, and what he's doing in Philadelphia is franchise changing. Otherwise, it would be, it would be just like Jalen Hurts finding Devontae Smith, very nice, and a run game. This is a deep threat, a physical receiver who can make catches over the middle and make first down catches and make touchdown catches from anywhere on the field. So, yes, I mean, obviously Tyreek Hill is doing Tyreek things that A.J. Brown doesn't have that physical skill set, but Tyreek doesn't have the physical skill set of A.J. Brown either. So, yeah, I'll say that. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. It's not, as an, it's not an overreaction. I mean, it's an argument, but it's not an overreaction. What else? And Chris, Great. real quick, just like I told you during the break before, 19 total touchdowns for the Tennessee Titans since they got rid of A.J. Brown. 27 different receivers. A.J. Brown has 14 on his own. How about them apples? That's what else, Chris? Um, oh, apologies to the to Chicago Bears. The Bears are quickly developing a Justin Fields problem. Mm, that's an overreaction. I know, I know Tyson Bajan, Division Two. Bajan looked good. Right, I know. Beat I, down. I, know I, I get it. Beat but down the Raiders dude, yesterday. Look, they have. Then, then what was last thir- what, what was two Thursday nights ago? When, when, uh, outlier. When they, outlier. A four, they have the, wasn't first, an outlier. They have the first overall pick, which is Carolina's currently, and they have their own pick, which is the third overall pick. They got big decisions to make coming up. We'll see. That's not a problem. That's a first class problem. It's a problem. It's, uh, I mean, if 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 you put your entire eggs in Justin Fields' basket, which they have for the time uh, being, for the time being, that but there's a way out of it. I'll for the moment saying it's not a problem, not a what he, Justin. I you know look at the way that he got injured. You know when he hurt his thumb, mm-hmm. it's it's just like the play was so over, and he's trying to do something stupid with it. It's just he's got to just play a little bit more for himself. And take care of yourself, man. Come on. Get out there. And use your weapons and be smart about it. And look at what Tua does. Back foot. Get it Get it out. Get it out. Quick, quick, quick. And then, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll have better run schemes. I don't know. 
I, all I'm saying is I, I don't think it's a problem. You got one more? All right, last one, last one. I, I know we're going to talk college in about 10 minutes. Uh, judging the way the quarterbacks looked over the weekend, Caleb Williams, Drake May, eh. Whoever has the first pick in the draft should just take Marvin Harrison Jr. and forget about it. Okay. You're talking about Maserati, Marvin? Maserati Marv. Yeah, buddy. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Okay. Okay. I'm already calling that now. So take oh my God! One. Can we stop with this? Come he's on! The best player in the is in already cool. working you're, on his mold for his. I get the best player okay. in college You guys, you guys. Already, take him number one. Already, by the way, do you see how all the victory laps the Buckeye fans are taking right now? Because C.J. Stroud had a great first month and a half as a he quarterback really did, in the though. NFL. Oh, we finally got our guy <laughs> in the going. NFL. Six weeks in. Okay. He's done a terrific job. He's rookie of the year, as far as I'm concerned. But. All that other stuff, let's place it aside. Marvin Harrison Jr. is supremely talented. In the same way that I'm wondering, how the hell did the Chargers not mark Travis Kelsey? Hey, Penn State. (laughs) 18, circle him. All right? I was like, do something with this guy. Oh, my goodness. He is supremely talented, but take him over a quarterback? Okay. Yeah, because we know no. what's going to happen Come with on, Marvin no. Harrison. Yeah. Crap shoot. Okay. We know this kid's amazing. Yeah. Like I said, he's going to the hall. Chris and I have already talked about this. Okay, you guys. We don't know what the he's, quarterback he's is. He's awesome. number 18 in 18 years. We're going to Canton. Okay. <laughs> does, he, does he wear 18 for his dad's quarterback? Is that why he wears 18? Might be. Good, good one. He probably was catching passes from Peyton. That's why his hands are so good. Take him number one. He is amazing. He is amazing, but over over quarterback? Sure. Uh, Have you seen over. the way those guys played over the weekend? Okay. Very good. I wouldn't even take Caleb in the first round. That's called an overreaction. <laughs> Thank you. What a way to finish up. So what's up? Is that it? How could you not? Of course it's not it. It's not it. We've got a, we've got a podcast. He's only getting warmed up. I'm just heating up, baby. He's got, he's got a dozen more takes for me that we're going to be doing on the Rich Eisen podcast set as soon as Marvin, we're done. Marvin, as soon as we Marvin. are done. Every single Monday, check out Overreaction Monday with uh, yours truly and Chris. And then, of course, What the Football with Susie Schuster and Amy Trask, which set a record for all of our downloads. Downloads on our uh, podcast RSS feed over the weekend. Susie and Amy's guest is Warren Sapp, the QB killer, on Tuesday. (laughs) That's right. 99 in in their program and one in their hearts on Tuesday. Still here on the Roku channel, everybody. Still here. Still not going anywhere. Marvin. I love it. Can you cover him, man? You can't. You can't guard Marv. So, wait, wait, uh, Iberflus said, hold on a second. Iberflus just called Justin Fields doubtful for Sunday Night Football. Tyson Bagent against the Chargers in front of the whole country. That's a winnable game for them. Why did they not flex that? What are we doing? Because the Bears fans watch television. They'll be all right. Justin Herbert. I mean. Dude, if the Chargers lose to Tyson Bagent. Oh, to go it. to two and five save at it. home save it for the pod. before Monday Night Football save at it. the Jets. Save it for the pod. Over save the it. top, baby. Save it for the podcast, please. Congrats right, to this baby. kid. How cool is that? It's amazing. Man. He got the game ball in the locker room. It was well, he should. It was awesome. I mean, he earned the spot on the team. He earned the spot to be backing up Justin Fields, and he winds up in a game against the Raiders, and he played very well. Yeah. Very well. That is exactly why we follow sports as stories like that. Now he is gunning for Justin Herbert and the Chargers to send him the two and five, and the Bears would have a better record with a win, by the way. 
Well, they, Bears fans are pissed. They don't want to win either. They don't want to win either. Yeah, I was going to say. They what what do they care? They got, they got Carolinas in their back pocket. Yeah, you want, what do they want. care? Bears are doing the, the Bears are fine. What do they care? Greedy. You want both picks. <laughs> you want both picks. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Jeez. Hour three. <laughs> Phone lines lit. Kind of love it.